Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us here at Believer's Victory Church. Today we have an inspiring, powerful message that will change your life. Let's listen in as Pastor Peggy Heal teaches us from the Word of God. Praise the Lord. It's great to be in church this morning. Amen. I know it's the uh, Sunday before Thanksgiving. How many are ready for some turkey? You're ready to just uh, make that happen. I just think, want to say happy Thanksgiving to everybody if we don't see you again before then. Um, usually we have a little bit of break between uh, Thanksgiving and December, but guess what? Next Sunday is December 1st. It is coming up quick. But we've got a great service for you today, and we're in the midst of a series that we're calling This Is Us. This Is Us. Because how many of you have ever been asked, hey, what kind of church do you go to? And you're like, well, the pastor's funny. Um, that's what I hear all the time. Um, or they say, oh, you know, we're, we're, I don't know, it's a good church. You, just, you don't know what to say. And so we started to talk, we're a Christian church, we're a spirit-filled church. We know all those things. But there's a part of it, there's the DNA that runs through who we are as Believer's Victory Church. Over years and years that we have been a church family together, these same things have always been true. They are intentional. They are what we want this church to be based on the Word of God. And so we put together what we're calling our DNA, and we're teaching on a DNA every Sunday. And so just to give you a little reminder of what they are, we've got here just to let you know what kind of church. Say, what kind of church do you go to? You say, well, first of all, we're not religious. We're not a religious church. Anybody can come. Doesn't matter where you're from, doesn't matter what's been going on in your life, we say you can belong before you believe. You can belong no matter what. We've got a place for you. Amen? And so we're not religious. We say this. We say we're either up or we're getting up. We're either up or we're getting up. Another one is we taught on this a couple weeks ago is you belong. There's a place for you here at BBC. Doesn't matter where you're from, doesn't matter your nationality, what, what country you are, what you look like. It doesn't, none of that matters. The only thing that matters is are you human? Right? So we all qualify. Because of the truth of the matter is there's not one single human being on the earth that God does not love, that God does not have a plan for, that God does not have a place in his family for you. And so we say here, you belong. We say we believe love is action. You know, anybody can just be like, oh, I love you, but we put, use our hands to show our love. And so love is action because love is a verb, right? We say we're a faith church because we believe God still moves. We believe in miracles. We believe that faith moves mountains. We do not believe that it is what it is. We believe it is what we say it is. Amen? The next thing we say here at BBC is we say we do our best. It may not be the best, but it's going to be our best. We believe God deserves our best. So whatever we do, we're going to do it to the best of our ability. And the next thing is we like to laugh here. If you're stuffy and you don't think laughter belongs in a church, you're probably not going to last here long. Or we're going to change you. Because the Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. There's joy in the presence of God. You know, God is the lifter of our head. The Bible says his word brings joy. And so if you can't laugh in church, where else are you going to laugh, right? And so we love to laugh. The next thing we say here at BBC is we give because we want to. Say the rest with me. 
Not because we have to. And if you don't want to, what do we say? Just keep it. We love you. We care about you. But people on the front row don't give more than people on the back row. We're not that church. We say if you want to give, that's awesome. There's a whole bunch of us here. We're tithers. We're givers because we believe God's way is the best way. We've heard what God says about what to do with our finances, our time, our treasure, and we've made a decision, I'm going to do it God's way. So we want to give. The next thing is we believe together is better. We're stronger together. You know, the enemy will always try to isolate you. He'll always try to tell you you don't belong or you're not qualified or you're different from everybody else. But the truth of the matter is you do belong. God has a place for you. Your difference is probably exactly what we're looking for. Amen? And you belong here. And the thing is, together, we're better. We're stronger together. God said that it's better for us to be together. That's the role of the church. And the next thing, Pastor Devon taught about this a little bit, everyone plays. Everyone plays. That means there's no sit-out bench at BBC. Amen? There's no sit-out bench. There's a place for everybody. There's something for everybody to do. The enemy will always try to tell you, oh, you can't because. But we're here to tell you, you can because of Jesus. Amen? So there's something for everybody to do here. Everybody plays. We're not made to be spectators. We're made to be participators. And then the last thing is, I say this all the time, we believe church days affect all your days. Uh, Pastor Angel's going to minister today on two of the DNAs, and he's going to talk about how church days affected his days. I'm a product of church. I've told my testimony many times. I used to come to this church, Believer's Victory Church. I would come from a, a Saturday night partying, not even go home, and come to church and sit in the back row, and my brother Mark would be up here preaching, and I would be sitting back there thinking, I am such a hot mess. I am such a mess. But my brother would tell me, he would say, no matter what, you just keep coming to church. And the more I came, the more I changed. And the more God began to heal the hurts and the wounds that were on the inside of me that made me a hot mess. And you know what? I know of no better testimony for a church than to say, my pastor used to be backslid, but now she's the pastor. I know of no better testimony because you know what? It just shows God can take a hot mess. I like the hot part of that. He can take a hot mess. Amen. And turn your mess into God's testimony. Amen. And so we're going to hear today from Pastor Angel, and, and I love to have, you know, Pastor Devon, Pastor Angel, Pastor Eve, all of us, we, we're all ministers. This isn't the Peggy show. This is the Jesus show. Amen? We're not here to build the church on one person. We're here to build the church on God's word, and we're here to build a church on the team that God has put here. And so you guys all get the blessing, the benefit, the privilege of hearing what the youth hear every Wednesday night as Pastor Angel comes and shares. So give him a big hand. Wow. No pressure. Amen. How many are, say that again? That's an intro. Well, thank you. Glory to God. I like what Pastor Peggy shared a, a couple of weeks ago, and I'm going to piggyback on her for a little bit. Church days affect all your days. Come on now. You know, she says that a lot, but it's so true. Amen? Because it's a proven fact that when we put God first in our lives, everything just tends to flow 
better. Like Pastor D would say, it gets gooder and gooder. We're a team here, so we're going to quote, amen. All right. Amen. And as I was preparing last night, <laughs> as I was preparing last night, uh, it just reminded me, Matthew 6.33 is not up on the slide. I got it from the, the Passion Translation, but I want you to listen to this. It says, so above all, constantly chase after the realm of God's kingdom. We got to chase it. We got to go after it. Amen. We got we to gotta be fully persuaded that his ways are better than our ways. Uh, so we continue the realm of God's goodness and the righteousness that proceeds from him. Many times we want to fix ourselves first before we come into the things of God. No, we got to let him fix us. Amen? Because we got ourselves in the mess that we're in. All right? I'm going to wave my hand. Then all these less important things, the things of life, the needs of life, the desires of life, will be given to you, listen to me, abundantly. That only happens when we put him first. Amen? And we all got busy lives. I'm not pointing fingers, but one thing I want to say that I've learned, I'm going to say from this young man right here, and Pastor Peggy, she's... She's whipped us into shape. Amen. Time management is very important. We all have 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I don't know. I didn't share this in first service. Learn how to use your time wisely. Amen. That's all free. Amen. Amen. I want to, sh- uh, can we get that picture? Because we've been talking about this is us. We're a church, we're a family. We live life together. We walk this journey out together. Forget the, forget the girl. Look at that young man that's up there. Now, forget about that. That's what's doing church together. That's what's being part of a local church. He meant she was what, two years old? Two years old. And I, matter of fact, I remember that day. It was right here. And that was her last week serving with me out front. Well, she doesn't have to. She says, Pastor Angel, I'll grab a sign. I said, come on. And we greeted a lot of you guys last week. That's what church is all about. And you only experience that when you're part of a local church. Amen. I'm going to step on some toes today. It's all in love. Pastor Peggy tells us at the end of the day, tough love is still love. So you can send the emails to her. All right. I got the mic today. Now pick on me today. Nah. Amen. So we're going to go. I'm going to cover first one. It's a, I, Pastor Peggy texted me this day uh, during the week, and she said, I want you to pick two. And I prayed about it. And this one, because... I can speak from my own personal experience. And it's basically another DNA of who we are as a church. And it's not the buildings. We are the church. Amen? Is we are not religious. Oh, it got quiet in here. Lock the doors, ushers. They'll be all right. 
And if you go on our website, this is what is on the church's website. It says, we believe you can have a relationship with God. We can all agree, amen, that we don't have to do all this or talk to this person and this person will relay the message to God for us. No, 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 no. We believe we walk with him and we talk with him. I like this part. It's about being loved and loving him. Not about rules. We just love Jesus. Amen. Man, that sounds good. All right, we got a lot of announcements. I'm done, but we can close right there. That's who we are. We love Jesus. And then I go a little further. Not only individually, we love Jesus, but I can speak for the staff. We just love people. We love you guys. Some of you sometimes. <laughs> we love you. That's what church is all about. Amen. Like Pastor Peggy says, how many have that crazy uncle, that crazy cousin? Amen. But we love people. We love Jesus. Amen. So if you've been here long enough, that's who we are as a church. Now listen to me. Religion is not taught here at BBC. Come on. Only one person said no? Where you guys been the last couple of years? What is taught here, number one, is the Word of God. Amen. It's the Word of God. Pastor Peggy has taught us well. You go to the source. And another thing that's taught here, it's growing in a relationship with God. Because that's what it's all about. And I believe this is my personal experience. So you can email me. You can call me. You can stop me. Because I'm fully persuaded. I just like to quote Paul. He's an apostle Paul, amen. I believe that a religious mindset will rob you from the true things of God. Yes. Wow. Come on. And they're out there. I was one of those. Amen. We'll go deeper into that. And you know, like Pastor Peggy likes numbers. So it's not fair that she's the only one that gets to wow you on a weekly basis. So I'm going to wow some of you. All right? Because this week, a lot of you are going to get together with some family and friends, and you're going to need something to talk about. All right? I'm going to help you out this morning. I'm on a roll here, huh? Wow. Now, here we go. You ready? Fashion your seatbelt. Here we go. According to some estimates, there are over 4,200 religions in the world. All right, you ready? Number one. <laughs> hey, we're not going to have service on Wednesday, so we'll do two services. <laughs> Listen to this. If you're an atheist or you practice, which it means not you don't believe in God, that is considered a religion. And it's in the top five in religion in the world. 
How many of us can agree that this world needs Jesus? When believing that he does not exist is in the top five, we got work to do. Wow. I got them now. All right. Now think about that. And God is so good because, like I told Angie last night when I was studying, I did my thing and I said, all right, I'm done. But how many of us know God's not ever done with us? You know, never woke me up and woke us up. You know, God needed some stuff to get through us so we can get it to you guys. And this morning, it's just laying. I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to get up. It's 530 in the morning. And just praying. It's just, just like that. And I just started doing some more research. And when I saw that number, I was like, what? That's sad. That's sad. That's pretty much a lot of people out there are being deceived. That's the bottom line. A lot of people on a daily basis are being fed, I'm going to be honest, junk. Amen? We know the truth. Amen? That's why I said we need to step up. Can we go to John 3.16? To my lovely assistant up there. Thank you. The Passion Translation. Because I want to Help us, because we all need help. Amen? We're growing every day. That it's not about religion. It's about God, a relationship. The Passion Translation, for this is how much God loved the world. It doesn't say, for this is how much religion loves the world. He gave. That's love in action right there. He gave, and he keeps giving. His one and only. Let me stop right there. How many of you got one that have one that one kid that you just want to get rid of? <laughs> Come on now. I've been with parents. Selena, not you, baby. You're my favorite. <laughs> but think about the goodness of God. Hey, if you can't laugh at church, like Pastor Peggy said, you're in the wrong church. But we'll break you in. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. He gave his one and only, and I like this translation, unique son. <laughs> there's something about Jesus. No one can tell me that there's nothing about Jesus. There's something about Jesus. So now everyone who believes in him, it's all about him. It's not about that you know the 66 books of the Bible. I knew him at one time for a test. We did pretty good, right? But don't ask me now which book is in the middle. <laughs> Amen? But no, it's not about a religious mindset. It's not about, no, it's about him. And I like verse number 17. I always kind of put these two verses together because it kind, kind of completes it, if you want to say. God did not send his son into the world to judge. Religion will judge you. Oh, I'm preaching better than that now. Come on. People will judge you. Come on. But Jesus came not to judge, not to condemn the world, but for the world to be saved. He's our Savior. 
Amen. How many are so thankful for that? Amen. How many are so thankful that we don't have to walk and do all this nonsense stuff that religion sometimes puts in us? Amen. So we see the pattern here. It's about love. It's about goodness. We're going somewhere. Hang in there with me. Romans chapter 5, Zoe. But God, say that with me, but God demonstrates his own, here we go again, his love towards us. Don't let anybody tell you anything different. I'll tell you this. He might not always be pleased with us. Come on, wave those hands at me. But he still loves us. Just like, our, like parents. They just... Oh, you saw that? Wow, that's the, that's the anointing. Amen? All right, let's focus now. Let's, let's focus. Right, we're going somewhere. Just like natural parents, our kids might do stuff that really we want to, doesn't mean we stop loving them. You know, we don't check out for a week and say, you know what? Get your bit. Not, not you, you're an example. But Selena? I'm going to pick on you today. Get your behavior in check, and I'll see you next Sunday. No, 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 no. It's not like that. He will always love us. I like the end of this. In that while we were still sinners, ooh, people don't like, oh, I'm in. Christ died for us. Doesn't say religious or religious people or religious leaders. Say, Christ died for us. That's what it's all about. Amen? I'm going to blow you more with some facts. Hey, why are you laughing at? Ushers, please help me out. Here we go. Here's some facts about religion. Religion is essentially man-made rather than divinely inspired by God. You see that every day. Someone's popping up in some part of the country, and they got a new revelation, a new teaching. Oh, I've been with God. And, and then when you start hearing the words that come out of my mouth, when you know, when you're full of the Word of God, when you fill of the Spirit of God, you know when someone's just blabbing away. All right? That's just free right there. Number two, this is a big one because I've lived this. Religion can discourage people from living a full life while here on earth. What do you mean by that, Pastor Angel? I got an answer for you. They'll tell you, oh, you can't have nice things. Oh, God doesn't want you to have that. There has to be balance. Don't misunderstand me now. Or they'll, they'll tell you something like this. Oh, sickness is from God. Oh, sometimes I just want to punch him in the mouth. Pray for me. Don't judge me. Think about it. How many times someone you've spoken to someone and they said, God must be proving me something or testing me because he put this on me. Come on. Oh, here's another thing Pastor D's been talking about. That joy is a bad thing. You're too happy. You can't be that happy. Oh, yes. If you know where I've been and where I'm at now, come on now. 
And not, not proud to say I'm proud of what God did in my life. I was going to split hell wide open. And don't say yes. Because we both were going to split it. Amen? Come on now. But God, the love of God, the love of God. How many are more? You ready for another one? Number three. We can all agree that religion changes daily <laughs> or adapts to the culture or society, but the Word of God will never change. Never change. The Word of God will change you if you allow it. When you apply it, when you live it, I'm a living example. I'm a spokesperson. You like that? of what God can do in your life if you allow him. Because he'll never force anything on you. He loves you, and he's our biggest cheerleader. But we have to take, what they say, the bull by its horns. It's up to us. And I got another one. Religion many times is about the rules and what it's required to be done in order to be part of that specific religion. You got to do this. You got to do that. If you don't do this, if you don't give this much, if you don't do that, nope, you're not welcome here. Come on now. Who's with me? Not here. Not here. Hey, they let me in. And I say that proudly because when I walked in there, I was broken. I was, I'm not going to say a hot mess. I can't take that from her. Amen. <laughs> But I was a mess. My life was a mess. But thank God. Thank God. No one can never tell me, oh, you can't have a relationship with God. Let me show you. Let me show you. Sometimes I look at some pictures of before Christ. I was like, oh, oh, my Lord. Because when you look at what God's done, I'm telling you, I believe it makes you handsome. You just look better, you know? Look, no wrinkles, and I don't use cream like some people around here. Amen. All right. So that doesn't sound like us. Amen? How many of us can agree? BVC is not religious. Or you can say, I am not religious because this is our DNA. Amen? And quickly, I want to share some of my personal experiences with religion. Because sometimes people say, and I'm not bad-mouthing because there's some great religion organizations that are doing great things. Amen. They're helping the poor. They're feeding the poor. But when you have that religion mindset, it's going to rob you because you always think, I got to do better. 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 No. Jesus already did what needed to get the, be done. We just got to walk his plan out, walk it, and just keep walking, amen? Number one, for my personal experience, like I said, you can email, you can email me. I always felt that with religion, I was never good enough. Oh, okay, all right, so it's not just me, so I'm not just preaching to the walls, amen? Come on now, we've been there. Oh, I have to fix this, and I have to fix this, and I can't walk like this, no. How many are thankful that maybe when that the pastoral staff is not standing at the front door with a checkbook? You hold it right there. 
Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh. Or they'll just, they see you in the car. Keep going. Let's keep going. Nope, not here. Come on, we don't do that here. You come as you are. I came as I was. And as I kept coming, God was just kept working in me. He just kept working in me. Amen? Number two, I felt that I had to fix myself before God would even love me. Thank you. It's not true. You know, I had to fix this. I had to resolve this. And I had to do this. And No, 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 no. The, the, the Bible tells us that we just have to come boldly to the throne of grace. Just come boldly to him. Just like our natural kids come to us when we need something, when they needed something, that's how God wants us to come to him as children. And then one more. I always felt that I was always going to hell. That was my struggle. It was just my struggle. Oh, you, do, you did that? That was just my struggle. Amen? So how many are thankful that we're part of BBC? Come on. That we love you. We love you. I'll leave it like that. Amen. Amen. That's our DNA. Amen. And every morning when, because the enemy's going to come. Oh, you did that again? Just remind. This is what I tell him constantly. But God. I don't say no more. You know, no more. I just say, but God. Amen. So that's one. We are not religious. Number two. Our DNA, we are either up or we're getting up. Come on now. As believers, we should be in one of these two stages, either up or getting up. No matter what it looks like, keep getting up. Because the enemy will win when we stop getting up. Wow. Oh, Pastor Angel, you don't know what I'm going through. I don't know, but I can tell you who knows. And I can show you that in faith, with the power of prayer, how he can turn things around. That's it. All of us have a story. Think about that. Of what God has done for us. Like Pastor Peggy said, she likes to think that she's his favorite. I'm not even looking over that. Okay. We're all his favorites. Like I said earlier, he's cheering us on. Get up. Get up. Get up. That's the God that we serve. He gave his son so that we can keep getting up. Even on those days that we don't want to get up. Get up. Get up. I don't know why I'm just staying there. Someone needs to hear that. Get up. God has more for you. God has more for us. But we, but we got to get up. But you don't know. Come on. Time to grow up and walk like an adult. Let's go. Amen. Life is hard at times. Very difficult. But we can be assured that even in tough times, God is with us. Always. 
Oh, sometimes it don't feel like it. I've been there. Amen? But we walk by faith and not by sight. Amen? And I like to add that being part of a local church makes it easier when we're going through difficult times. Think about that for a second. All of us have gone through stuff or we're going through stuff. And the local church was there for you. Doesn't have to be financially, but just in prayer. And that support, hey, I'm praying for you. What can I do for you? That's powerful. That's powerful. This year for us, you know, the enemy has tried. Most of you mostly probably know Angie's been in the hospital twice this year. He's trying to take her out. He ain't. Amen? And the local church was there for us. Man, I had so much food in my house. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I mean, I was like, oh, boy. But that's being part of a local church. We're here for one another. Amen. I know going through stuff, I don't want to go through life by myself. Yes, we have God, but when we have each other, man, it just makes life like, I got this. I got this. My brothers and my sisters are walking this out with me. It just makes life a whole lot better. Amen? We must keep pressing. Don't quit. I just keep going back to that. No matter what it looks like, stay up. Stay up. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. I'm almost done. Verse 57. All right, I'll read it. Yes? No? Okay. But the, the Passion Translation. But we thank God, listen, for giving us the victory as conquerors through our Lord Jesus Christ, the Anointed One. It's through Christ that we are victorious. He gives us the victory. It's up to us to walk in that victory. Oh, but I don't feel like it today. And I'll tell you one thing. Sometimes I don't feel like it, but when you start speaking the word of God, it lines, it lines up with your spirit, it lines up with your heart, it lines up with your mind. You're walking differently. Your attitude changes. Oh, but I don't see it. Oh, it's God's at work. God's at work. Amen. I think uh, Philippians chapter 1, verse number 6, it's, Paul writes and he says, What God has started in you, he's not done with you yet. He will make sure that he will complete it. Amen. So we are promised victory in our, in our lives. And I'm going to quote Pastor Steve, act like it. Act like it. Act like it. Faith without works is dead. Yes. Amen. Psalms, Psalms 121. Got that for me? Guess the computer doesn't want to work with me. Here we go. When you think that you're alone, that you don't have the strength to get up, 
You don't have the power to get up. This is one of my favorite scriptures. I quote it all the time. I look up to the mountains and hills, longing for God's help. Ha! But then I realize that our true help and protection come only from the Lord, our creator who made the heavens and the earth. That alone, write it down, put it in front of your fridge, your mirror, your dashboard on your card. Because when the enemy comes, you say, devil, there's my help. The creator of the heavens and the earth. And I wrote down this this morning. Victory is in our DNA. You're a child of God. You're promised victory. We win. At the end of the book, we win. I got one more for you. Philippians chapter 3. We all know this famous scripture. Because I want to help you guys. I'm helping myself. I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing. I like this part right here. But I run with passion. Amen. We have to. Into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover. I like number 13 because it, it pretty much puts us, reminds us. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do, one, I do have one compelling focus. I forget all of the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. That's so good right there. Our future is bright. Number 14 verse, I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. Amen? That's why we got to get up. We got to we get knocked down. You got to get up. We got to brush ourselves and say, no, I'm pressing. Not today, devil. Not today. This morning we got up and we, and we were just listening to music and worshiping. And my beautiful wife got dressed. I said, man, the devil's upset that you woke up this morning. Come on now. That's the attitude we got to have because he's going to come. Listen to me. He's going to come. You got to recognize his plan and plan against it and just keep getting up. Nope, I'm pressing. Yep, but God. Oh, my kids are going crazy. Nope, but God. I don't have enough today. Nope, but God. Things around me are falling. They look crazy. No, but God. Doesn't that sound a whole lot better? Yeah. Amen. A whole lot better than, oh, pity me. I won't go there. I'm going to make sure you guys still love me. <laughs> so I'm going to finish with this. We are so blessed to be part of a church that will help you get up. But here's the key. If you allow us to help you get up. That's the heart of the pastoral staff here. We will equip you. We will give you the tools that you need. Right, Pastor Peggy? But it's up to all of us. So you, and you, you as an individual need to make that decision.
So I ask you today in closing, are you up or are you getting up? Or are you just going with the flow with the attitude, it is what it is? And at this church, the choice is yours. So I want you to repeat after me. I am not religious. I have a personal relationship with God. I am up or I am getting up. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. You are so good to us.